Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Rampernard Rasmussen. Ted Hartman. Officer Dave. And Andy Rampernard. Here you look at that. We're, we're loaded for bear. We're stacked high. Sure are. So what does that feel like knowing that a guy from Seattle called in? And the reason he and I became friends is because his kids and the two of you. What do you think of that? And we've never even met him. Yeah. <laughs> We've and never even them. met him. Friends by proxy. Yeah, friendship by proxy. No, no, no. It's that we both love our children, love working with our children. And, uh, you know, we're just really good fathers. That's what it's all about. There you well, go. Well, you had me up until the end there. Yeah. <laughs> up until the end there. No, it was very good. And thank you again to Jay Philpott for even uh, telling me about it, because I would have never known about it unless somebody... Isn't that funny that somebody outside of the city had to let me know that this was out there? Yeah. I thought I had tons of friends in radio. Where did they go? <laughs> ah, what the hell? It all works out in the end. It, I don't understand that, though, because KISW has been kicking ass for you. Well, just like KQRS. And all of a sudden, they decide to get rid of the guy who's running the show. That makes no sense in either my case or his. Is that basically just... Uh, you know, big business, just it's big business, just how it is. I think a lot of them are seeing the writing on the wall and they're downsizing. They're downsizing because the radio's got only a few years left. Yeah, I think so. Why don't they build a big podcast network instead of just destroying everything they touch? Well, because there's still going to be people whose primary method of like listening to stuff is the radio. You think so? I think for at least another several decades, because there's people who grew up with, you know, the, the morning drive crowd. They drive to work. They turn on the radio. That's what they've been doing for 30 years. And they're not just going to stop. Yeah. Um, you know, when they retire, I suppose they'll stop because they'll stop doing morning drive. But it is it's easier for most people to just hit the FM button and have the radio turn on rather than downloading a podcast and getting it set up through you know your bluetooth and hitting play when you get in the car and sometimes the bluetooth doesn't work so great you know the technology in cars like melissa's car is a little bit of a pain because it's got bluetooth and it works fine most of the time but mm -hmm. but then there's my car which you plug a usb cable into it and it does the android auto thing and it just kind of works but that's like i think any car older than maybe three years, you probably can't rely on that being a feature. Or even most cars today. I don't know if I don't know what percentage of cars today have something like Android Auto. But Android I, Auto what, and Apple CarPlay came say, standard Car. in 2019. But so they're in pretty much every car. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah. There you go. So four years. But before that, you can't rely on it, and you got to rely on Bluetooth. Yeah. And I've been hating Bluetooth for about 25 years. How difficult is it i know in a car like i mean think about alexa if you whisper alexa no that's insane you like fawn was talking to her friend on video this morning and her friend said alexa and then our alexa in the yep. next room started playing the song that she asked yeah. in a car you can be like call mom yeah Right. I'm sorry. Subaru. I didn't understand you. Call, yeah. Yep. Like, you also oh only gosh. have to connect it one time. And then yeah. every time you get in your car, it just does it automatically. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely a new frontier in getting 
stuff on your car, but it's still, it's never not going to be easier to listen to the radio because the radio is just so simple. And the simpler yeah. something is, the easier it is to use. With the radio, you got a button, you got a dial. There you go. Yeah. You know what's amazing about this is it's so obvious as you go forward that um, it's not only greed, because greed is the number one thing involved in all this, but the politics of political, you know, of, of greed have changed everything. So just between BJ and me, you got rid of two of the most successful morning guys in the country because you didn't agree with their politics? Really? I just don't understand. I had the highest rated show in America because I tried to tell the truth on both sides. But apparently now, unless you're one of my buddies in my special nut job outfit, either far left or far right, then we have to get rid of you because you're a moron. I mean, I so BJ has to go because you're an idiot. Well, really. it's, the whole, it's the whole like, you know. The invaders move in, and the first thing they do is smash all the statues and destroy all the yeah. relics. Yep. That's just what people do when they want to take over a new culture. They destroy the old one so they can put their new one in. Isn't that amazing? Because that's, that's still going on in America. There are plenty of people busting up statues to this day, oh, yeah. you know, throwing paint on pictures they don't agree with, that doesn't agree with their politics. I, I Look, you need to understand, if you're too far right or too far left, you're being played for a sucker because they don't give a rat's ass about you. They care about money. That's the only reason they exist. So if you think, oh, well, I'm in the right outfit now. No, you're not. As long as you can make them money. And even if you can make them money, if you're not in their deal, you got to go as well. These people are crazy. They're literally out of their minds. What caused that? I don't think that evolving from apes, I suppose. (laughs) Why do you think to be so extreme politically? Like, I do not understand this whole thing, anti-Jew in America deal. I just don't get that at all. They've been a member, they've been Democrats, almost all of them, not all of them, but most all of them have been ardent Democrats the whole time they've been in the United States. But that very party is the one that turns on them. I, I, how does that happen? I don't know. It makes no sense. I, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I think the hatred that the media is spewing has got a lot to do with it, but. Yeah, no doubt, because Fox and CNN both just spew hatred all day long. They both do that. Yep. One's right, one's left. So it's these extreme positions that people get into. I suppose it, it draws the most attention. Oh, my God, what an extreme opinion that is. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But what the hell? It all worked out in the end. Sounds like BJ's got a new job. I got a new job. So who gives a rat's ass? You know, he's working for Odyssey, not Odyssey any longer. He's working for iHeart. iHeart now. And I'm working for the Hubbards now. We're with the Hubbards now. And it's a much better position. So I just don't understand. I, I, I could not hate anybody enough to try to destroy their job. Why would I want to do that? Right. You're not a, you're not a vindictive person, Tom. No, I mean I'm not. I'm also not a raging booze hound, which a lot of them are. <laughs> well, they are. I'm sorry. A lot of these people to make these decisions are raging alcoholics, which somebody needs to do something about that. Well, I think a lot That's of people good. are just raging alcoholics right now. Well, you're right. And do you think it's at an all time high right now, Andy? Uh, it's got to be up there. Yeah. Well, let's see. I wonder if I can Although find isn't this drinking down with like the younger demographic where none yeah. of them drink. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think that's probably true, but we're talking about the people in that middle zone. Let's see. Alcohol you know? consumption is, uh, I mean, it's gone up from two to about 2.4 since 1950. There was a very big hump in the uh, 70s, 60s through the 90s, though, well, yeah. which corresponds almost exactly to a rise in crime. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Must oh, be a coincidence. Must be a coincidence, all of that going but on. But by the way, 2 to 2.4 that I'm talking about is gallons of pure ethanol per year. 2.4 a year? Sorry, yeah. That seems How like much- a lot, doesn't it? How much alcohol is in it? Well, what beer is about what five percent alcohol? Well, one drink would be a shot, and a shot is what thirty milliliters, uh, ounce and a half. Yep. So one point five ounces times point four, 
So that gives you 0.6 ounces per drink. A uh, gallon contains 128, so 128 divided by 0.6. That would be 213 drinks per gallon times 2.4. We are at 511 drinks per year, so about a drink and a half per day. Well, I do that on a good weekend, but, you know. <laughs> 500 drinks in a day isn't that much, is it? Somebody the other day was talking to me, and he was like, yeah, every night... I go home and I have a glass or two of whiskey, and I'm like, glass as in like Tom Collins glass. Oh, no, like okay. two, three I was gonna say a glass is a problem. Like, I was like, but every night, yeah, two, one to two glasses of whiskey every single. If we're talking night. about like two drinks, yeah, I mean like, like a lot. I for every night, I don't think I could do it every night. No, I have had one. Shot of Aquavit in a month. That is the alcohol well, that I have. Consumed. I've had one shot of Aquavit in my life, so there's. That. It's not great, <laughs> but not, we all do it. Stuff. We all do it at Dan's mm-hmm. mother's side Christmas celebration. And oh yeah, I remember. It was right after you met Dan, and you had just done that, and you were like, and Dan was like, "Oh hey, want to give this a try?" Oh, yeah. And I, I had never heard of it, and I was like, "And we all did okay. it at our rehearsal dinner." Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a celebratory Scandinavian I mean, it's, thing. It's not it's, the worst. God, no. the worst thing I've ever tasted. What the hell was that? Melissa's listening. She might remember. She might be able to text in. But um, there was this liquor that her friend Sam, like her Sam's relative gave them. And it was like one of those like traditional, like everyone in my village drinks it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was called, but it was it tasted so bad. It was like... Um, it was like a combination of a traffic cone and earwax. Okay. <laughs> I think it was what? like made out of like normal things. I think it eat. was made out of like bark or something like that. Like they soak bark in alcohol and then they. Well, there's. So there's in Iceland. <clears throat> it would probably it, it sounded like one of those Icelandic kind of things. There's this thing drink. called, it's like, burkir or something, and there's bark in. The there wasn't alcohol? bark in it. I think okay. it was made. Because I was gonna say, bark, I've had that maybe. before, and it's actually quite tasty. Yeah, no, this wasn't that. This this was something that not anyone would I like. I want to know what this is. <laughs> I think it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like be? none of us actually like it, but we drink well, it we because. Drink it anyway. you well, know. and here's the thing about Akavit. <clears throat> it's like vodka or any other liquor. You can have just like the. I'm trying to think of the, like most run-of-the-mill common Akavit mm. that you know of. And I can't think of what it is. But then there's really good Akavit that you can, that it's like, this is actually pretty tasty and goes down pretty smooth. And then there's the stuff right. that's it's like, like drinking. like rail vodka versus yes. like a high-end or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, there's some, yeah. yeah. Karkov versus Grey kind of situation. Mm. Line is like the Line. most common one. And yeah, it tastes like drinking nail polish remover. Like yeah, some of them are just so not bad. objectively not good. No. But there's like there's things that like people like tequila. I don't like tequila at all, but I can see how some people would like it. But I've this... never had plain like just straight tequila. I like tequila in drinks. I don't. Any if it's got tequila in it, I think it tastes awful. Yeah, and tequila is like what everybody drinks now. Yeah. Like if you go out, it's yep, the healthiest club, liquor. It's made out of agave. Mmm, yeah. tasty. But, there you go. It is agave. But it's like <clears throat> the thing that I drank is one of those things where it's like I can't see anyone actually liking it. Like, you know, no, I'm, able, I'm able to say this is gross, but I know why you like it. You know, people okay. have different was it, tastes. Was yeah. it Fernet, Andy? Fernet? That sounds like... Because that's one that is in, like, certain circles is very popular, and it tastes terrible. But then oh when you say it tastes terrible, everybody goes, well, you just don't have, like, mm. a sophisticated palate like myself. Yeah, there you go. Made, made sure. of a number of herbs but that vary according to the brand, but usually uh. include... Myrrh, rhubarb, chamomile, cardamom, aloe, and saffron. Yeah. It's a dark. What that a sounds weird like com- a real. I, you ha- I was like cardamom, delicious. Rhubarb. That sounds good. You like myrrh? What does myrrh even taste yeah, like? Yeah. What does myrrh? But like com- the combination of those things, it's like saffron. Yeah. No, myrrh is the sound you make after you take the shot. <laughs> 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 and distilled ba- uh, with a base of distilled grape spirits. Sure. So it's, it's like just every, every flavor. Are talking about grog, grog or something? Glug. Glug? No. no, we're talking about Fernet. 
It's basically oh, like if you were to take a box of Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans <laughs> and eat them all at once. Yeah, Sounds Mix like. them up with some wine. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Now I want to try this. <laughs> just to see how bad it is. Look who just got out of bed. Catherine's hey, here. Hey, welcome. Good morning. Good I did not just morning. get out of bed. I, was, Good I played morning. football. I went to the grocery store. I went to Home Depot. And I just got it's a little hung up on things. Depot. You got hung up on things. Well, I'm glad you got I, I wish you'd have been here for BJ Shea. That would have been nice. Oh, yeah, he called Mom. into the show, and he was just such a, a genuine guy. He got fired, too, after 17 years. Really, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. They just, you know, they got they know better. That's exactly right. So it worked for a grand total between he and me for about 54 years, but that wasn't enough, apparently. They have better ideas. But, you know, it was just, it was very sweet and very nice. I just don't want to be negative about his appearance at all because he was such a nice man. And, and he, all he talked about is the fact that uh, we love our children and he loves his children. It's a great conversation. It's all we're saying. It's a good attitude. It's a good attitude. So, Catherine, what's in the news? Anything good? I have not been watching the news. Good for Sorry. you. Good it's out and about. about, man. Smart choice. What was it you said to me again this morning when I said, are you hungover? I said, hardly. No, you did not. You said hardly, but then you called me a name. I did? Yes. <laughs> oh, <she does. laughs> well, you called me and you said I was hungover, which I wasn't. Which you were not. That's very, very true. No, good job. It was wonderful. Yes, we had a very nice dinner. We did indeed. It was very, very pleasant. No question about it. Um, um, no, I just want to know, what the, is there anything new popping up in the news we should know about? I anything made any so. developments on anything? Because basically, uh, when you look at it, everybody hates everyone. And that's just how it is. This is why you don't look at the news. That's because that's what you get for watching the news. Well, I know, but I got to keep my finger on the pulse, don't I? I? My finger's (laughs) never been on the pulse, and I'm just fine. I'm I'm thrilled. I mean, before the internet, you just made stuff up all the time. People thought it was true, so you could just keep going with that. Yeah. Still do that today. I was going to say, like, you... (laughs) People on I know. Media I mean, do that that's constantly. the thing. We should just make up random facts and see if anybody ever bothers finding out if it's true. Yeah. Oh, God. So I just, you know what? Because there are three younger people, yeah. two middling people, and then this older guy. Um, what do you think of this whole situation? Because it's never going to stand up. We talked about it at the opening of the show, so I wouldn't mind talking about the middle of this show. I mean, I'll spend a lot of time on it, but I just don't understand how Colorado took a guy's name off a ballot and therefore uh, they think they're going to affect the national count. So you Mm. can't do that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Colorado took Donald Trump's name off the ballot. He is no longer on the presidential ballot, which again, once again, I don't think it's ever going to stand up. The Supreme Court. There's no way they can't do that. Because you can't affect the national election. He has no chance of winning in Colorado anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He he won't win in Colorado. The thing is, is they were going by some very old law that said something about if you cause an insurrection, you cannot run for the president. But then I saw a quote this morning. He actually told them not to use violence. Yeah, Apparently, that, there's well, proof that he told them that. Yeah, he tweeted out no uh, something like that. I don't oh, yeah. remember what exactly it was. I, I have yet to see the tweets. I mean, of all the screaming and yelling about these tweets that he was telling everybody to go and riot. Mm-hmm. I, I've yet to see them. Yeah, where are they? they don't I, always, I always thought it was his actual speech that he gave while they were standing there, not any tweets. Yeah. Because by the time he said, whether he when he's by the time he started tweeting, everybody was already over there. Well, I thought he said a peaceful protest. Let them know what you think. I thought I thought that's what he actually said, and I <clears> thought <throat> he said no violence. But like I said, why aren't they playing that nonstop if they have direct evidence that he said yeah, this? It is interesting. I am. Yeah. So much money to be made with the with the turmoil. Bye. Turmoil makes a lot of money. There's but no doubt about it. It's also not good for states <laughs> to start telling people who they can and cannot have on the ballot. No, that's that really a bad idea. That seems like a little bit of overreach. <clears throat> yep. Okay. I have to. Sorry. I have to go. Have a good Where Christmas, are you going? everyone. I, to school. I have school. Forget it. Blow it off. Yeah, Merry those Christmas. the teacher would be thrilled right. if I just didn't show up the day <laughs> before Later, loser. Like, Christmas break party. <laughs> Today is going to be a madhouse. 
Are, yeah, are all the kids nuts all week? Oh, I was grading, so I do most of the grading. Yesterday, it was like the kids had forgotten how to read. Yeah. Add. <laughs> I was like, I've never docked so many points from almost every sheet. Mm-hmm. Usually in the class, it's like most kids get everything right, and then a couple kids get like one or two things wrong, and then there's a handful of kids that get a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was just like, Negative three, negative five, negative seven, <laughs> negative three, negative two, negative. I was just like, I think maybe f- out of all of the sheets that I graded yesterday, which was, I'd say, 50, I think I maybe gave 10 stars. Wow. <laughs> One so, out of five. Hmm. Yeah, it was bad. It's not surprising. <laughs> but, though. I mean, this morning, the kids were in fine moods, but it was just like, what do I? I have to eat. I have to get dressed. I have to pack my snack and put it in my bag. Like stuff that we do every single morning. Yeah. They just can't. They're not computing. No mindset. And it's it's fine. Christmas is coming. It sure is. And they are just, they can only think of that apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I I suppose that's true. So I have to go help this poor woman wrangle these children. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, good to see Merry you as Christmas. well. Absolutely. Happy New Year. <laughs> tra la la. All of it. Ooh, she got dumped just as she said tra la la. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Okay, so anyway, so what? anything going on in the world we should know about? Well, apparently there's a hashtag stock market crash. What's that all about? Oh, God. That's hashtag. all we need to hear. What it's like watching them. And the, the, the. It crashed today? Is that what you just said? Uh, it's, it's the top hashtag, uh, but it doesn't look like that actually happened. I don't know why they're well, doing that. I can that. flip this open and get that for you in a heartbeat. Because it pops up on the screen right when you do the deal. And for well, this is a pretty good tweet, though. Saw stock, stock market crash trending. Did Jim Kramer tell everyone to buy? Jim Kramer's the worst. Have he's you ever a, watched oh, him? Oh, that's that he guy. Had money. He's had, he's had a television show about the stocks forever, and everybody yeah. says that he's anything money. you buy that he says to buy, 
It's complete terrible mm. fun. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing? Everybody thinks he's terrible, but he's had this, he's had the job forever. I've never followed him or anything. I don't know what's going on. I can't tell why this, mm. why this is trending. Oh, uh, stock no market's clue. up. Yeah, it says it's up slightly today. Yeah, just slightly. You're absolutely right. Uh, VIX and gold are down. What's VIX? V-I-X. VIX down. I still can't believe that Bitcoin is going up. Ooh, I, I have some of that. I should find that out. Oh, yeah, it's up three and a half percent today. Mm, so there you have it. Not sure. Yeah, I don't know. The S and P's up. Uh, Dow Jones is up. Uh, Nasdaq is up. Russell's up. The U.S. ten years up. I don't know. I don't know where they get the stock market is crashing from. But so, what did they just put that up there to piss people off? Yeah, you know, somebody can talk about something mm. and then they do a hashtag, and if I don't mm. know how many people like yeah. it or something all of a sudden it's a trend or maybe somebody's predicting yeah. a, an upcoming crash and so that's why it's trending well there maybe. has been a lot of panic about the fed lowering rates they don't want to yeah yeah ask right. 15 different stock market people what's going on you'll get 15 different answers right that's now. very true well let me read this this is what it says powell's pivot uh, sows confusion over when and how fast Fed will cut. Some officials have tried to keep their options open by leaning back against expectations of a March uh, rate cut. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was asked at a recent gathering what he does for fun. He paused and grinned. For me, a really big party, uh, this is as fun as it gets, is a really good inflation report, he said to laughter at Spelman College in Atlanta this month. Okay. Uh, Powell is finally uh, getting what he wanted, a meaningful decline in inflation, but that is creating a familiar headache by making it harder for Fed officials who want to keep their options open to dissuade investors that rate cuts are imminent. Well, that's good, right, for the economy? I would think. I don't know enough about this. Wouldn't you guys know anything about I, this I, stuff? I know the housing market got a little uh, hotter because rates were dropping into the low sixes for people. Well, Tevin, you invest, don't you? Um, not really. Every like, I'll dabble in it every once in a while, but not consistently or anything. Like whatever that. Josh says. <laughs> yeah, I just listen to Josh and do whatever he tells <laughs> exactly. me. Exactly. He was right about that. What was it? Providence Oil or? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, it went up four percent. That's what he Yay, said. Hey, Josh, he made me $350. Oh, <laughs> made me, not us. You know, she said made me, not this, made us. This has been my e-trade you know what I'm saying? nightmare. After their time. policy a meeting last week, Fed officials released projections of at least three rate cuts next year. They have since uh, been flummoxed that investors expect even faster and deeper cuts. The result, confusion over when and how quickly the Fed might cut as the central bank tries to bring inflation down without a painful recession. So does this mean anything, or is this all just blah, blah, blah? I don't know enough about the market. I, I've never paid attention to the market. I what do you think? I can't figure, figure it. I just I have no desire to even. So when Josh Evan, comes in, I think? stare blankly yeah. and nod nicely. <laughs> so what do you think? I have no idea what that means. Like, I wouldn't even consider myself anybody that's really mm -hmm. that knowledgeable in the stock market. Andy, you got no knowledge of it either? I got nothing. I haven't owned stock in years. Catherine? Well, I just, like I said, I just follow things. And um, right now, I'm about 50% good, 50% bad. <laughs> so that's it's a about the stock market deal, at all it? times. <laughs> I suppose that's just the way the world goes, isn't it? Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I, I, I will say... My wife is the one who handles everything that has to do with cash, money, my retirement, the whole yeah. shoot match, because I am literally on this planet just to lift the heavy things and reach the high shells for her. That is all I am here to do. Well, that's not a bad thing, well, is it? Somebody's got to do that, too. Yep. So. so do you see signs the economy will get better, get worse? I don't have any idea about this. I have no, I have no idea how to read this. Well, you guys know? I mean, I know that when inflate when uh, rates go down, it's better for consumers, but worse for the Fed, right? And the Fed is holding all of this debt. Yes. Uh, so, I guess it all depends on what happens with spending. 
If we, if we never get a president that doesn't stop spending money, like, you know, a fool, I don't know what happens. What did I just see? We're like $4.3 trillion in debt now. Is it more than that? Or is it 34 point? How many trillion is it? It is 33.9 trillion. 33.9 trillion, but there's 4.3 trillion in debt that they're really concerned about. But I don't even remember what the hell it is because it, all it does is depress me to look at that. Oh, my God. General Mills price hikes backfire as consumers say no more. Did they stop buying Cheerios? What? Well, cereal has gotten insane. And that's what they're saying, yeah, that, that they jacked up the prices so high you can't. They don't want to spend that kind of money on cereal, I guess. Uh, General Mills price hikes backfire as consumers say no more. Betty Crocker isn't flying off the shelf like she did during the pandemic, diminishing the company's outlook. Now, you're talking about a Minnesota company here. Uh, General Mills headquarters in Golden Valley, of they're course. Global, aren't they? Oh, they are, but they're they're based in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, distress signals went up in Golden Valley on Wednesday morning. People are buying fewer General Mills products. People may continue to buy fewer General Mills products. CEO Jeff uh, Harmingen, I don't think I know him. Harmoning, Jeff Harmoning, I guess it is. Steve, I knew really well. He's a good guy. <laughs> I chalked up the setback to stronger than anticipated value-seeking behaviors and a return toward historical price elasticities. In other words, he's just making it up as he goes along. Both those statements are like, well, here's what it is, but then you didn't say anything. Uh, That's likely no more room. There's likely no more room to push pricing with continued pushback and increasing pressure from retailers. Analyst John O said uh, with a research firm, third bridge he wrote that on wednesday investors are now taking their uh, turn punishing general mill stock price which was down Ooh, their stock price is down two and a half percent that's a pretty big hit isn't it yep mm-hmm. um yeah reuters says <clears throat> cheerios maker general mills cut sales view as price hikes hammer demand so that's kind of sad. I mean, I, I love General Mills. Like I said, Cheerio. Well, I'm, you're hearing all these stories about people that, you know, they work full time, they make a good living. And by the time they get done paying for housing and food and health care, they've got like 60 bucks in their pocket. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to feed a family when you've got $60 at the end of the week. Yeah, it really is. There's no question about that. I don't know. I just hope something happened. So do you guys think it's going to get better or worse? Do you have any view of, because I have no idea what the hell it is. I have no knowledge of that whole space at all. What Um, do you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like most of the news that comes out is that it's going to get worse before it gets any better. I don't hear really anybody championing that, Hey, we're on the edge of, you know, financial freedom and greatness. Right. Here's a headline in the Wall Street Journal. Colorado Trump ban puts Supreme Court in hot seat. Why would it put the Supreme Court in the hot seat? They're going to say, no, you can't do that. They're absolutely going to. They have to. They have to. I just I don't understand it. Justices will have to rule on whether an 1868 amendment barring insurrectionists from a federal office is relevant to the former president's role in the January 6th capital attack but he hasn't been convicted of anything so it's not relevant so it's not relevant because it's not even come up yet right exactly i just i don't understand that's the problem i have with politics i like democrats i like republicans but this far left far right stuff these people are insane and minnesota's gone way over the top to the left Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean minnesota's always been left but they're way left now what happened there is it the governor? I mean, who is it? I personally, I think it is. I mean, he wants yeah. he wants to be buddies with Biden. He wants to be buddies with what's his nuts out in California. He yeah. wants to be buddies with what's his nuts in New York. We're just gonna yeah. be cold New York and California. So he wants to be included in the money money oh, rate. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's We're saving the world. All the way back to Dayton, where our taxes shot up for everything because. I'm going to save one person because I'm going to tax this right yeah. off the face of the earth. Now, here's another Wall Street Journal headline. Home sales tick up after five months of declines. So that's a good sign, is right, it not? Interest yes. rates went down. Yep. So 
they're saying it's bad. It's good. It's bad. It's good. It depends on which story you're looking at in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, that's got to, I'm not an investor. I don't invest in stocks, but that's got to make some people a little uneven or, or uncomfortable, isn't it? Well, I would think people who panic when, you know, somebody says fire rather than actually look around and see if there's a really mm -hmm. a fire, that's going to, exactly. they're going to freak out. Yeah. Okay. I got to run this by you because hopefully this is true. This is a Wall Street Journal news exclusive. The headline, Hamas starts planning for end of Gaza war. What does that actually mean? Are they going to end it or is it going to be ended? <laughs> that right? could mean either way. Yeah, because you would think if it was some sort of they're going to negotiate an end, they would include that in the title somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would think. Discussions threaten to widen split between the group's political leaders in Doha and its militant wing at war with Israel. So even Hamas can't agree on what Hamas is. <laughs> That's kind of a problem, isn't it, when your own group can't agree? Well, this is what our group is. No, it's not. Well, is it or not? <laughs> I don't know this uh, people. What happened to people? Do you think our schools are not? Is anybody learning anything anymore? Uh, I think what they're having to teach is completely different than what we learned when we were growing up. Well, yeah. So, so you just think they want to teach this violence and hatred? They want. They literally want to teach hatred at our schools. I think. I think they're having to teach kids. You know, you you and I learned. Let's balance a checkbook. Let's yeah. figure yeah. out this. Let's here's what history was that made us who we are. Nowadays, it's here's how you do this on TikTok. Here's how you do this on whatever. Here's how you, you know, they're just teaching complete nothing that has to do with actually how to live in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I still do not, not understand. Oh, I, I understand the fact that our college system is completely destroyed and filthy, and it's particularly out in the East Coast, Harvard, a prime example. It's all about money again. I mean, that college is worth, let's say, $50 billion or something like that. You know, just yeah. the, the cash yeah. they have in the bank. Yeah, their endowment fund, yep. It's like $50 billion or something like yeah, that. Yeah, $53 billion. So it's not about going to school anymore. It's not about teaching anybody anything. It's how can we make even more money so we never have to get off our ass and work again because they don't work now. Mm -hmm. They just sit there and go, how Andy, you pointed out how many people, how many professors are at Harvard? It's like thousands of them. Let's see. Good how many employees God. does Harvard have? I wonder. Well, 19,000 employees. 19. So and it's not professors. I, I don't think it's possible to know how many are actually professors. Well, let's go half, three quarters, something like that. Mm. Hard to say. Yeah, no. it is hard to say. Okay, why would they need 10,000 professors at one college? How well, many students are there in Har at Harvard? I heard their applications drop by 17%. Yeah, nobody wants Harvard's to Harvard's a joke now. It is a joke. I have yes, zero respect for Harvard these days. None. Isn't that sad? Because it was always when you were a kid, oh, man, Harvard, that, that's supposed to be yeah. like, oh, that Harvard. That's where all the smart people went. Uh, total enrollment, most recent number I can find, uh, undergraduates and grad students. Wait, their site is, of course, an over-engineered pile of crap. <laughs> There's a shock. Yep, it's completely useless. Well, 2017, there were 23,000 total enrollment. 
Okay. So that's almost one employee employee per student. How crazy is that? No, is, yeah. There's no way that's necessary. No, it looks like there's about 2,400 that's, professors. Yep. yep. So the rest are probably like janitorial, your yes. cafeteria. Fact, oh, but it's still, yeah. do you yep. need a janitor per student? I yeah, hope I mean, not. How dirty are huge, these students? <laughs> I mean, for a huge campus? I mean, that's not, I don't think it's yeah, that Yeah, you've got shocking. lawn maintenance right. and yeah. everything. Which is arguably part of... Your, like why it's unnecessary having this, you know. Your admissions office, your people that run right. your store, half the students are probably included in the workforce as well if they're working on campus. But their enrollment is down, what did you say, 17%? Uh, yeah, applications are down applications. 17%. Yeah, there you go. It doesn't surprise well, me. Like I said, no one has any the, – the Ivy League has become a joke. It has. There's no question about it. And that used to be, I mean, the Ivy League when I was in high school, oh, my God, if you could get an Ivy League high school, uh, college, excuse mm -hmm. me, that was a huge deal, boy. That was huge. Now, wouldn't you have to go, why would I want to do that? Yep. Well, we've had how many presidents come out of Harvard? Harvard, Yale, yeah, they're all from the Ivy yeah, League. It's, yeah, I mean, it was mostly just prestige and getting in with the right people. What's well, the thing? It's, were horrible. Yeah. But the, yeah, the Ivy League is all about connections and who you know. It, yep. It's not actually about education or intelligence at all. Right. Not anymore. I think it used to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah, fifty years ago, I'm sure it was. But these mm -hmm. days, no. And what are you gonna do? What is the is the University of Minnesota still the biggest big time college in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. By far. I assume it would it has, be. What, by how far. many campuses? Yeah, I got a few. I know that. Yeah, but... it has at least four campuses. Yeah, I would say probably just by volume, it's for sure the biggest. Yeah. And then, but I think like schools like St. Thomas probably carries a little bit more weight as far as like cachet of oh, like or prestige with it. Like I think it'd be more impressive to go to St. Thomas or a school like that than the University of Minnesota. What, what Andy did you mean? Wow. Yeah, I think so. I, I think there's a spelled certain... from St. Thomas. They <laughs> <laughs> got expelled from St. Thomas. That's true. You weren't expelled. Yes, I was. Politely asked to leave. I thought you just couldn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I suppose technically. It's like when your insurance drops you. Mm -hmm. There's a way. There's mm -hmm. one way where it's like if you if they drop you, it's still okay, but the other way is not good. At yeah. All. <laughs> That's exactly it. I don't know. So why did why didn't you like St. Thomas? I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I got expelled from it. Well, I know, but that's only because you didn't make an effort. No, that's not true. <laughs> I couldn't do the calculus, and I haven't since. Why don't you learn calculus? It's not that big a deal. Uh, how much calculus do you know? All of it. All oh, of great. It. I know every calculus there is. Why all didn't you help Andy out during calculus then? He didn't ask then. me to help. That's oh, all I'm saying. He never came home and said, Dad, would you pass some of your brilliance mm -hmm. on to me? Yeah, for some reason, like algebra, was... trigonometry, all that sort of stuff, you know, not not a problem at all. But um, calculus, I just don't I, – I think it was just explained poorly to me everywhere I went because it never made any sense. People were just like, memorize these symbols – and what they do, but they never really explained what the symbols actually did, like in a yeah, practical sense. Odd. And I, I have a really hard time learning when I don't know why I'm learning something. It's like, okay, so yeah, here's this like sigma formula, but why? Why do I need the sigma formula? What does it do? And they just were like, I don't shut know. Shut up and memorize yeah, it. Yeah, just memorize it. Yeah. That's all you need to know is shut up and memorize it. Yep, pretty much. That's kind of sad when you look at it that way, isn't it? Well, those are, a lot of teachers are really, really bad, unfortunately. Uh, it's true. Our public school system is a complete disaster. What are we going to do about that? Yeah, I don't know if you can do anything about it. Normal. Well, I think one thing you can do is stop. People see school as like, a place you ship a kid off to and then they come back as a genius. But that's not what school is really supposed no, to be for. No. Half of the stuff that you think the school is supposed to do, you're supposed to be doing. Like teaching your kid to read, that's on you. Yep. That's mm -hmm. not on the school. Your kid should be able to read by the time they hit grade school at least a little bit. Right. I mean, I don't well, expect you know, a six-year-old to be able to read full sentences by themselves, no problem. But they should at least be able to, like, you know write their name and read some simple words. But a lot of these kids are completely illiterate at like eight years old. 
It's no, it's very true. And they keep lowering and lowering the standards. I don't know what that's, I don't know what kind yeah. of people we're going to be producing. Out that's of the big when they keep lowering the standards. Yeah, because yep. essentially they're just trying to get their well. We graduate all our kids. Well, yep. yeah, when you lower it from we're requiring you to read at a twelfth grade level <laughs> to an eighth grade level, a lot more kids qualify to walk across stage. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna take it from a Tevin's level to a Dave's level. Oh, I was gonna go the opposite. <laughs> Go oh. the opposite. There you go. And I, I know I don't have the same worldview as most people, but how is it good for black kids to tell them that they can't do math or reading? So we're just not going to expect it from you. Right. Yeah. Didn't they do that How's in that Oregon recently? They were like, black kids can't do math. So we're just not even going to ask them. They literally, that's what the school said. It's, that's not racist at all. It's so mm. racist. I don't understand how that is. How does that help black people at all? Yeah, but, Or just, you know, kids in general, because every kid is going to either learn a different way or be good at different things. And I think school kind of, they just try to direct everybody down the overall kind of mm -hmm. same path where not, maybe not everybody is supposed to go to college. You can go to trade schools 100%. and you yeah. can do do different yep. things and it's not really tailored to the kids it's just tailored to the adults that are trying to pass as many kids through this system as possible oh yeah absolutely i mean god i know so many people i would say almost everyone with a college degree that i know is not using their college degree i can oh, think yeah. of very very few examples where it's like this is what i went to college for and now this is what i'm doing it's mm -hmm. almost nobody whereas if you go to trade school you're going to be doing that, and you're going to be making a lot of money doing it. Yep. There's just so too many people. Looking back 55 years now, to the late 60s, I got out of, I went to St. Joe's for, well, I went to Emerson for kindergarten, St. Joe's, I went to Basilica for a couple of months, but then I was St. Joe's through sixth grade. Then I came up to St. Anne's through seventh and eighth grade, which is on 26th and Queen in North Minneapolis. By the time I got to junior high and high school, I had already learned everything they were going to teach me by the time I was in eighth grade. That's how far ahead these schools were ahead of the public school system. I already knew all this stuff. Yep. So they were teaching me nothing for the four years I was in at Jordan for ninth grade. They've torn that school down now. But uh, I literally by 10th grade said, I, there's no reason for me to be here. Well, I may as well just leave because I already know all this stuff. We, we sent our kids to private school, kindergarten through eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And then when they went to high school, they were miles ahead of the kids that were, yeah. you know. Yep. Well, you look at these homeschooled kids, they, they're they only doing coursework for about three to four hours a day at the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're getting it done and do, getting it And they right. get it done. And yeah, and they usually score really high. And it's, it's a lot of self-learning, really, following the lesson plans. So I don't know. Something's, I, I think that our... School system needs a big reboot. Oh, it definitely does. There's yeah. no doubt about it. There's no question. I wonder if homeschooled kids <laughs> learn better because if you're sitting there with, let's say, a parent that has the time to sit there and they're going to be able to relate it directly to their own How child a lot yeah. better. Like, hey, you mm -hmm. remember this when, you know, we did whatever with your aunt Margaret, mm -hmm. this is how this relates to everyday life. So you're able to kind of comprehend and absorb right. information better. I guess the only, yeah. the, the one thing I see about homeschools being a problem is that there isn't any social interaction between mm -hmm. kids, mm -hmm. yeah. which is well, huge when they're young. My brother, uh, my brother's wife, she homeschooled mm -hmm. all of their kids, four of their kids, and they were in sports in, in within the school district. So they did they have were, a socialization. Yeah, they yeah, yeah you there's yeah, you're allowed to Yeah, there's a lot of things you can use mm -hmm. and you can get into um all the sports programs in your local schools. Yep. Mm -hmm. But again, that's, that's on you. Forward. You have to make the effort and do it. You can't expect someone else to socialize your child for True. you. Well, and a lot of people form homeschool groups too, so kids can be together and help each other learn. So I think that, that I, I think that most people they're making sure that their kids are, they have friends and are doing stuff. I'm going to do cool. the opposite. I'm going to do, what was that M. Night Shyamalan movie where they're all living in like the 15th century in like a little enclave? We're going to do that with Ethan. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, tis the year 1479, you know. <laughs> Ethan. And he'll never know any better as he's watching us uh, 
turn on Netflix. <laughs> yes, this always existed. <laughs> Nothing else, though. All right. We've only got a couple minutes left. Any big subjects you want to bring up in the last two? The Village. Thank you, the other Andy. Oh, oh The Village. Yeah, the okay. Village. Yeah, the right. Village. I remember Yeah, that. wasn't it like they they were living as if it was the past, but then it turns out they were like in the middle of Times Square or something like that? Yeah, I yeah. think so. God, I don't even remember. How old is that movie? It was pretty old. It was, one of the, it was one of the first movies where people were like, hmm, M. Night Shyamalan may actually not be that good of a director. <laughs> I think it was before yeah, he that, had a couple of stinkers yeah, in there. He had like oh, yeah. hit after hit back then, but then. And then yeah, yeah, and then bomb after bomb for a while. Let's see here. Yeah. When was The Village compared to all of his other movies? Filmography. Yeah, he did The Sixth Sense, which everyone liked. Unbreakable uh, yeah, was, I hated, but everyone liked it. There was Signs, which everyone liked. And then The Village in 2004. Mm-hmm. And then after that, things didn't go so well for him. <laughs> no, well, his movies are terrible now. Most of them, like Lady in the Water, I don't even remember. Oh, that's what's her uh, name, that young girl. I young think we watched girl. that. We did. No. What the hell was her name? They I don't thought think that she was, was so be, bad. They thought she was going to be a big star, but it never happened. No. He made The Last Can't Airbender. Remember. The what? Last like Airbender. The cartoon? Yeah, no, he made the movie, the live-action version yeah. oh, okay. of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh. I didn't know about that See, one. See, my kids would know that. I have no. Clue. It was it was not received well. Oh. All right, that is going to do it for another show. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Merry Christmas, you guys. Enjoy Florida. Merry oh, Christmas. We'll see you in Happy New Year. Uh, two weeks. Are you going to be on two weeks? I can. Well, I have to work Friday. That's why I'm here today. Okay. Well, we'll and figure then, it out. And then after that, it's pretty much back to the old schedule. If you want. All right then. This day actually worked out really well for me. So. Well, it worked out for all of us just having you here. You You know what I'm saying. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.